any uh uh fan mail your fan mail yeah that's it yeah i don't think so but i also haven't looked in a couple weeks sometimes there are sneaky viewers that like oh, viewers listeners um it, thing on this thing is just viewing with your ears yeah, we've got an episode, or we got a, a letter from Jeff from Stitcher, which is not fan mail. It's <laughs> not. Does he have any questions we need to answer? Like Tom from Facebook. I mean, we can, we can always. Okay, here's it, here's my proposal. Anytime we get a email that is not fan mail or like is not good fan mail, we just answer it in character and be baffled about like what a website is. Ooh, check check the we spam pretend, folder. Pretend that the Teliferous is oh, getting yeah. spam mail. Spam folder. Oh my god. Yeah, um, like every now and then the newspaper clipping. Just, it'll just pick up like sending messages and we're just like, what the fuck's an internet? Nothing in that spam folder. The other one has there are two things in the spam folder. Mm. Uh, are they are they saucy? We've got one <laughs> From Victor Pavluchnitsky. <laughs> oh man, that's a, that's not like a, a good worldwide one. audience. Who says that we'll regret not installing El Elysion before? I don't actually want to open these emails. <laughs> uh, we Sounds also... like an operative of the true church to me. The other is from Eugenio Warglian. Who Sounds like an orcish name. Join forces with other podcasts to grow your audience. What's a podcast? You can tell that it's, you know, they really did their research because the first line is, Hi, podcaster. <laughs> well, You okay. got me. I, <laughs> that describes me. We, we are always on the lookout for allies, you know. The iconoclasts are That's a good true. start, but we're going to need more loyal soldiers to defeat the true church. Uh, but yeah, that that cleans out our mailbox. We're so good at this. Excellent. Uh, right. Is everybody here? Are any yeah. further emergencies, Christopher? I I mean, every, my life's an emergency. We'll just have to go with it. Okay, that's reasonable. Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master for this thrilling D and D adventure. Joining me today, we have Daniel playing Shedfleek. K-Hall, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarjax. What happened last time? Uh, Turns out, the gods, gods. Not, not necessarily always the best. It's like I've been telling you guys from the beginning. True power is not given to you by whimsical and capricious gods. It's given to you... By whimsical and capricious storms through no Elemental. work whatsoever. Oh, okay. <laughs> through through zero effort or self-improvement. There's there's uh, a definite frown at that. So yeah, um, we got we got front row tickets to the the freak show in the Vault of the Gods. Uh -huh. But we did get to go talk to uh, Ignis, the God of Fire, and that was cool. Yep. And flabbergasted. I think he's a cool guy. Uh, I would very much like to get his left hand out of that block of adamantine. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be neat. 
We now know who the final boss is going to be after the true church. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Aquila, and she's going to be like, now, Desmond, do what nah. you were always meant to do. Aquila, like, got a hold of me off screen, and I got I got played, but that's okay. <laughs> nothing, nothing bad happened. We're all alive. I was expecting to, like, have my eye turned into ice and, like, ha- get a peg leg or some, like, you know... <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist shit. But. Oh god, you went through <laughs> the sending message to Aquila? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, of Great. course he did. Alright. Yeah. And you guys are definitely not being <laughs> watched by an orbital laser right now at this yep. very moment. Uh, they can't yeah, find us. Teliferous is invisible. That doesn't stop them from seeing you with their naked eyes. Invisible. They're the gods. I think they can find I've us. I've turned us yeah. into a cloud. They're gonna look around and be like, Duh. Where'd they go? Okay, here's here's a question. It's just for a you. tree. Does that it's cloud a tree look shaped... like a tree? Yeah. It's a tree shaped cloud. Guys, it's not a tree shaped cloud. It's like clouds are what you want to see out of them. Guys, it's like Laputa. It's a like a just dome shaped cloud. Come on. Does the dome cover the top of the tree or the bottom of the tree? Yes. So it's a spherical cloud. Yes, guys. <laughs> That's no moon. Not, hmm. Have you that, not seen Castle in the Sky? That cloud sure does look like a bouncy ball. Hey, you want to go play uh, whatever those Eric Cochran's are cooking up with that cloud? It's like uh, that. It's like a beautifully textured sphere, uh, like cloud bump map. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Co- <All right>. Fully <laughs> opaque. <laughs> So, yes, you guys, uh, the last thing you did before uh, we ended was leaving the islet with the Vault of the Gods on it. Yes. And I, I was like, don't worry, Ignis, we'll, <laughs> we'll figure this out. And you didn't seem that optimistic. We, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't promise anything. But at the same no. time, we're like, we'll do what we can. And then I take a erratic course away from the island. So if somebody was plotting a straight line between the Vault of the Gods and the continent with an orbital laser, they would not hit us. That's incredibly specific. <laughs> Cloud camouflage to full. A perfectly spherical blob of white. Yeah. Travels through the sky. It's not that... Um, it's actually like good <laughs> camouflage, but it's like whenever anybody looks at it, their frame rate just crashes. So, <laughs> like they, they have to look away from it because there's just too much going on there with the uh, like multiple that, like, reflections. If if we're close enough to the continent that there'll be like UFO sightings because of this oh. weird cloud. Well, yeah, I, I think like UFO sightings, sure, but um, I, I don't know, like. I don't believe in UFOs, Fall Rock. I believe in the Night Stalker, but <laughs> like that that has scientific evidence backing up. UFOs, that's just gobbledygook. I mean, we're <laughs> to everyone that doesn't know about us, we are an unidentified flying object, so I, if you, you guys want to start like picking people up and probing them, like any flying that's a object no. is an God, unidentified no. flying object if you're sufficiently bad at identifying things. <laughs> <laughs> Historically, we are. Historically, we're the worst. I think if anybody spots us in the sky, they're absolutely going to identify us as a flying tree. Or a a perfect sphere Mm -hmm. of cloud. 
Yeah. <laughs> as long as the elves keep it to themselves, the only other people who know about it. Yeah, are... I think that was good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think the elves want to televise that we stole their tree and. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. If they if they snitch on us, we'll like we'll pop up, blow up their worker units, and then just leave again. <laughs> All right. So we are headed back to the grand continent of Aldraxia. Correct. Someday it'll be called Juxia. But for now, Aldraxia. Um, the camouflage is up. Someday I'm going to have to do a little more magical research on that to get it the something that I don't have to go down and like maintain every half hour. Yep. But for now, we are... What? cruising what section of jux are we currently aiming for i figured we'd aim for the marbled mountains you guys weren't aiming for jux you were coming in yeah um sort of north of where agaton is yeah Uh, okay you were trying to avoid jux because jux is currently being patrolled by an airship with capabilities that potentially outclass even those of teliferous Definitely outclass. It's got a lightning railgun, and I don't want to get near that. So, what's our plan right now, then? Our plan is to wait and see what the gnomes find out about the Valor of Jux. Uh, Our plan is to wait for the uh, mysterious gnome known only as Codename Slicer to finish decrypting the True Church documents. And our current goal is to wait and gather more information and wait for the situation to develop on amber and co in dwarven jail so to answer your question basically we're waiting is there anything you'd like to do in the meantime gainful employment (laughs) terrence has never been gainfully employed in his life never never (laughs) i'll fight anyone who says i have so we did get an updated map of the continent at the end of last session. Yes. What's the hatchling's horn? It's a mountain. We're on that edge. Is there anything of import up there? Like, um, Nobody has... Records indicate that it is something that came up after the hatching. Like that mountain, as far as anybody can track, which isn't again necessarily super well um it wasn't there before the hatching but there it is now um nobody has really made any great effort of trying to explore it because it's kind of out of the way and you know it's just a mountain aldrax has been pretty busy maintaining its borders damn this is a way better map yes yeah all right sounds like a great place for a uh Quite group to. Uh... I was gonna say a secret base for a tree ship airstrip, but. Well, that too. If yeah. Yeah. Once we it's clear them out. True. True Church HQ. Um. Am I reading this right? That the training camps for the glider corps are off the continent. Yes. Awesome. Just wanted to check, uh, and that is. That does not have one of the two glider launchers, Big Bertha and the other one. I can't remember the name. No, correct. It's, um, so it's a separate. Yeah, there. Big Big Bertha is in Jux itself. Big Bessie is like 
as close to the training camp as you can get on the edge of the continent. Oh, okay. So like, it is over there. Right in that little divot. Yeah. Which is definitely where I would put an airship dry dock if I was so inclined. Um, For our listeners, I've, I did a little more work on the campaign map and it hasn't been discussed uh, by the party as of yet. So I apologize for the non-visuals. <laughs> Just picture a beautiful map in your mind and then throw and then some islands on it. and Picture you're, you're a beautiful good. map in your mind and then de-res it to 240p. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's only so much you can do with paint. So Yeah. Anyway. All right. You guys are heading towards Agaton. Um, yes. Hatchling's Horn is a thing that you could you could go check out. You also have standing job offers from Angloria, Barian, and Maravaggio. Yep. And as we are uh, approaching the continent, I know this is going to take about a week. Yeah. I, every morning, am sending a sending message to Angloria because I want to figure out what the range of communication is here for anchor distortion because previously we tried to contact them while out fighting the canker and it didn't work so i want to see how extreme this uh communications block caused by the anchor is if it's like even being a couple miles off the continent is enough or if we have to be way out in the open uh you're able to get through when you're about a day away from Eldrax, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I just fill her in. I say we're uh, Skyship Teliferous approaching continent north side. Um, we'll make landfall in one day. Status question mark. Uh, she sends back all's reasonably well here. Just working out some extra leads on my brother. Sure is. Okay. So, to my recollection, it's been a while since we've done Iconoclast missions. There was sneaky missions for Angloria that we suck at. (laughs) There are the... Although I do have Pass Without Trace now. (laughs) Pass Without Trace isn't invisibility, though. And we we suck bad enough that we need that level of (laughs) anti-scrutiny. But um, Barry and Yeldrin's missions are literally just like smash and grabs, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think we'd be great at those. Hey, Leyland, I shout over the ship intercom. Heard anything from Braca lately? What's that all about? Nope, not trying to hear anything. Like, I'll give, it's okay, I'll give Braca a call for yeah, you. Yeah, you, you go no. to the communications room and there's a stone on... Um, like Braca's <laughs> pipe organ key that says blocked. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Philomena didn't have anything for us. Uh, Valanthe didn't have anything for us, as I remember. Valanthe, no, she wanted to kill us. Yeah, actively well, yeah. dislikes you. And that's that's why I'm like, I would love to do missions for her because then she'd be like, well, I you guess you're not worth rep. murdering. Kind of in the same way that Pannona Humplebumple's like, mm, I would like to toss you into the void. And then we did a thing, and she's like, mm, all right, you can stay. <laughs> or, all right, so our options here are either, obviously not in Glorious Missions, because they're hard. <laughs> but doing some bombardment for Barian, or 
Malavaggio. I think it's time, friends. I think it's yeah. time we see what awaits us in Lori's Lounge of Misfortune. My only question is where do we put the tree then? That's what I have we... been trying to figure out for a week. <laughs> yeah, because so we here's don't my... want that in Aldrax. Here's my best solution so far. We throw a couple more points into the engines to get it higher up, and we teach Basil how to do the cloud camouflage ritual. Wait, it, doesn't, it doesn't work without us on it, though. And then we just leave it up there can't leave it up there forever what hap what happens if something happens to us and it just falls out of the sky then everything's fucked but <laughs> it'll fall but out we of won't the sky be... we'll be dead so it yeah matter. we won't be around yeah i guess it really doesn't matter does it <laughs> but my, the player character i'm gonna play after this is really concerned yeah <laughs> um and anyways it'll be like locked to our dna so aldrax won't be able to use it and then the elves will find out that aldrax has their tree ship and that that resolves itself <laughs> and that's like a, it's like a return to sender but aldrax also gets leveled to the ground mm -hmm. so um but our hang time with a full tank of gas is like two weeks so we would have to really shit the bed to not be able to all, all it takes is one trip to Faye. <laughs> Faye Wild. Yes, that's yeah. true. We'll have to have a policy where not all of us get yanked into the Faye Wild at once. That's probably a pretty good policy. <laughs> um, but my point being that we just like we suspend it over because is is Lori's den a misfortune? Lori's lounge a misfortune? Excuse me. Uh, a den would be seedy and unbecoming. Exactly. The lounge. Is it in Cord or is it no. in like a satellite city? It is basically its own establishment. Oh. Where did I put the map? I just had the map up. If um, it could be like north of Cord. <laughs> maybe on the edge of that tasteful lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's function it's on the south bank of that of that northern lake. Okay. okay. So we okay. we put the tree ship underwater then. You mm -hmm. there is, um, like the entire tree shudders briefly for one instant <laughs> when you say that. It would be fine. Here, you get a little idea. wet. Yes, we take the tree ship lower, so it's just a giant tree that came out of nowhere. Hey, that's magic. Who knows what could have done that? We 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 play on the fact that most people are stupid okay. and we just park it near the lake <laughs> no, the we just count on here. the fact that nobody's gonna bat an eye at a giant tree they're gonna be like meh probably magic yeah a, a giant tree with a cottage at the base in a famously xenophobic nation <laughs> it's just I another mean, attraction the north half of, of the, the north edge of that lake is outside of aldrax just saying uh, yeah, that's the Why hard border. Why don't we at border, least but... get, like, surveillance of that area first? Like, yeah, so, yeah, so maybe go park up in Hatchling's Horn, and then we could do, like, recon flights down there, because I can fly, Ched can fly, and I can make a third person fly for a little while. <laughs> maybe just Ched and I. <laughs> how, long yeah. can you, how long can you fly for? Uh, currently, I think it's three hours? Just a sec. 
Uh, I don't know if that would be long enough to... I mean, that's a good Yeah, distance. if you're pulling all the way up by Hatchling's Horn, that's a couple days on foot. Well, you'd be parked, like, in that mountain area. Um, I can fly for four hours. So, that's not bad. Uh, anyways. Hours? Yeah, four hours with winged boots. Oh, the winged boots. I forgot you had yeah, those. Yeah. Yep. I now, was like, flight fly is spell like, only fly lasts like ten minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... I think that would give us some decent range. What if we flew close enough that you all could recon and then come back to us, and then we go park and decide what to do from there? With the cloud cover up? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's do that. And um, if you want to stop by uh, Agaton, that's that's cool with me. The last few times I was in Agaton, all I did was cause trouble. Yeah, but I didn't know if you wanted to go down to your neato burrito, like, secret underground dwarven city and be like, fear not, this oppression will end. Yeah, because that's a good The oppression way. is in that city. Like, yes, that's the, what I'm saying. Like, More so, he probably shouldn't be oh, showing his face around there. Hope. He shouldn't be showing his face around there when two people... The two most prominent political figures in the city, and indeed the Agate Duchy, were taken back to the mountain home for questioning for association with a terrorist. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I can't go home. I just thought I'd offer. Appreciate it. We'll get it sorted out um, by the wedding still. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, it took us a week to get back from the Vault of the Gods, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Then we only have two months and six days left. Goodness. (laughs) Goodness. <laughs> I mean, That's fun. Lots of time. I, I'm i pretty sure nobody would object over much to postponing the wedding. Yeah. God yeah. damn it, Joe. We already <laughs> rented the venue. <laughs> <laughs> we don't well, give a deposit back. back. I mean, you know, I, I don't think they're getting the, the deposit back anyways. If The you band know. is booked. Like <laughs> We already sent out the invites. <laughs> <laughs> Farrokh's just like, you did what? <laughs> To invite. Yeah, I invited some old drinking buddies from Jux. You the know. entire uh, uh, glider cord detachment. Yeah, I invited. Um, okay, the... now the one that covered for you is nice, but don't the rest yeah. of them hate you? Irene's great. I also invited the ringleader of the circus I traveled with briefly. You All what? the iconoclasts are. Uh, got He's a great guy too. You'll love him. He's got this little like we were just that sits on his shoulder and can. It's like a ventriloquist act. You'll love it. He's great. Mar- Maravaggio is great at wedding. Yeah. Did yeah. You oh, see him he when is. We were... Name a situation where Maravaggio isn't great. <laughs> I also invited all of the dragonborn. Looking uh, like a human. The Scrivener. Okay. I invited, um, <laughs> by accident, this is a bit of an administrative snafu on my part. I sent out an invite to Eldrin Mordark. <laughs> so... <laughs> So uh, two invites showed up for Leyland. Uh, I also invited Kellen on Delaran because I think he would really spice up the reception. Oh my god! Uh, I invited. Oh yeah, I invited Zeke Creel, the uh, Eric Cochran elder. Just all the all the Eric Cochrans. Okay. How do you have addresses for everyone, and where did you get the the postage? Much less. The, the envelopes and the letter sapphires and since Fuck. when did i tell you when the wedding was i've been tracking it by myself 
Balrog, when what do you think I've been doing with all my clandestine outs to the post office in the middle of the night, coming back five hundred gold poorer? Not that I was what you know. <laughs> not that I was following him in Hopsinopolis, but I just saw him handing out random cards <laughs> to, to gnomes. Yeah, I mean. And Palrock pauses a second. Oh, a wedding in Hopsinopolis wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, destination wedding. I mean, that's about the only place where we'd be welcome for <laughs> a wedding right now. I also invited Bodynox Shepin. Oh, well, that's fine. That's yeah. totally understood. Okay, we're, um, we're going to stop the bit. <laughs> Consider the bit stopped. All right, Back so... So we're going to go to the northern point of Hatchling's Horn, travel down along there into that little armpit, and then, <laughs> yeah, the continental uh -huh. armpit. Yep, that's exactly right, what that is. You right can't by the mountain. <laughs> and we're just going to nestle right down into there and then fly a recon flight over the northern uh, racism lake, I think is what it's called. It's, it's not. <laughs> It's an Aldrax. <laughs> it's called Purity Lake. Yeah. Thank no, you. that's the You're South welcome. Lake. This one is Lori's Lake. No. <laughs> wow. So Lori's a big deal then. You could say that. Like wow. Lori's a big enough deal that Lori can have her own lake in Aldrax. Lori is a very rich woman. I hope she's cool. All right. Uh, okay. Before we make landfall, everybody. First of all, there might be like culty stuff in Hatchling's Horn and we'll get fired on, so you'd be ready for that. Secondly, all of you need to be working on your disguises because we're going to go down there and some guy's going to be like, who are all these non-humans? And I don't want us to be like, uh, we, we need to have this down pat ready. Okay, so what are we doing at Hatchling? So what are we doing at Hatchling's Horn then? Like, what's we're our just, story? We're, we're just doing a flyby. Oh, well then why, why are you talking In about going In case the true church down? has converted it you... into a super laser. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm worried about surface-to-air missile installations. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to fly us low, but they might have, uh, you know, ground-penetrating radar. <laughs> Nothing happens when you fly by Hatchling's Horn. Okay. What's it, what's the, what's it like up here? Uh, it's I'm, pretty... I'm also scouting out, like, hiding locations for our ship. It's pretty rocky terrain. Like, you suspect that this particular portion of the continent uh, underwent a lot of upheaval during the hatching. Um, mm -hmm. It's very... It's kind of like... Um, nobody would probably get that reference. Um, if, you, if you think about Return of the King, where Sam and Frodo are in uh, the Rocky Lands ah. with Gollum... Yes. It, like in Minas Morgul? No, Emmy Mule. Okay. Which is what I was originally going to say, and I'm like, Matt's probably <laughs> the only person here who would recognize that name. You fucking nerds. <laughs> you are playing Dungeons and Dragons on a podcast, <laughs> Waffle. Vin Diesel plays Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah he's a nerd too. Matt Mercer plays Dungeons and Dragons. No, but there are no larger nerds than Matt Mercer. <laughs> That's okay. that's a whole other rant that I could spend an entire episode on. We're not going to talk about members, sir. Yeah, we're so. already 50% rant by volume. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just taking us along, slow and steady. I'm watching out for the telltale lip of a missile lock-on. 
No. And once we're in the little like crook there where Hatchling's Horn ends and the northern edge of the continent starts proper, I'm going to find a rocky sort of chasm or crag or something that I can nestle us down into. Weren't we going to go scout the lake first? Well, okay, so from from that... That's a long walk. Look, is it? Okay. Yeah, that's it's like a day's walk from the northern uh, edge okay. to the southern, southern yep. portion yeah, of the lake. I thought we were going to like fly the, the ship near the lake. Just yeah. to kind of get eyes on it. Yeah. So now that uh, I do a little 360 and make sure there's nobody, there's no like little towns or hamlets nearby. And then I go from kind of lurking below the edge of the continent to maxing out the uh, altimeter on Teliferous as high as we can go. Okay. And then go down, refresh the cloud camouflage, and then we're going to do a reconnaissance flyby i have to throttle down the engine a little bit because the cloud looks very silly if it's moving too fast <laughs> uh and then yeah we're just gonna do a there's nothing to see here we're just a cloud just drifting along with a very particular flight path so uh you uh cross back over onto the continental proper and autumn is well on its way Whoa, seasons change in this game? I Weird. know. Shocking, <laughs> right? Wow. This, devs put a lot of time into this. They did. Um, so, yeah. it's uh, As you remember, sort of the region around Agaton is, is very, like, pastoral, rolling hills, mm -hmm. um, occasional rocks, that sort of thing. Uh, as you get closer to Laurie's Lake, there are more and more trees until it's um it's very like rustic woodland scenery on the northern edge of the lake uh the leaves are starting to change it's very pretty Aww. the southern end is um largely taken Leafed in fire <laughs> <laughs> i mean kind of uh there is a large building that occupies a good chunk of the southern uh, bank of this lake and the northern half of the building so the the part facing the lake actually overhangs the lake and it's mostly Ooh. made of glass Ooh! so it's uh, a room with a view so to speak delicate the building itself is quite large and uh mostly stone with the exception of the glass portion and on the the southern half, on the front portion of the building, in large uh, magical lights, you can see Lori's den of mis or Lori's lounge of misfortune. And um, there's a a skeletal hand with a pair of dice, and it does that like cheap Vegas oh, neon yeah, light like animation. Oh yeah, like two frame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> neon lights. I <laughs> oh, love it. Uh, are there boats on this lake, or? Uh, there are. There are some small. There's. There aren't any like serious boats, but there are like small leisure craft that are kind of okay. sailing around in the vicinity of of the lounge. Have I ever heard of this lounge before? The iconoclast mentioned it. Like, would I have heard any stories when I was roughing it in Jux? I mean, it's it's relatively well known. People come to Lori's Lounge when they have a lot of money they want to throw away. Okay. Good. Um, that's us. <laughs> we don't have a lot of money. <laughs> we have a fair bit of money. 
Hmm? We compared Oops. to the average person on the continent, we have a lot okay, of money. All right. Yeah, couldn't yeah. we have just like bought a province? Isn't that what we were talking about? Or like a small town with all the gold that we've got? Like it's like we buy a small town and then the true church just comes and we're like, yeah, we're gonna mess up your town. They're like, Another settlement needs your help. <laughs> yeah. I think before we buy a town, let's do a trial run buying another adventuring group. Hang on. Nope. We're, we're delving deep into rants again. We can't. We got to keep moving here. <laughs> yep. I, okay. would, I was only saying that because uh, like we have a lot of money. Yeah. We do. I just thought we spent a, lot, a fair portion of it. I did. So I guess what I'm trying to get a sense for here is, one... Are non-humans explicitly not allowed in the no, actually lounge? Um, I don't know if any of you because I wouldn't like it Leolin, wouldn't come up in my. Leolin would probably on his travels have picked up that uh, Lori is frequently at odds with the Aldrax Aldraxan monarchy because. Oh great! I love her. People, anybody who has money to spend is welcome in the lounge. Yeah, awesome. she's not. She's not accepting of other races. She's accepting of their money. Yeah, <laughs> it's different. Well, you I mean, it, right. it sounds like she's accepting of other races. It's just she has other priorities in life. Like swindling, just because you're swindling humans and elves alike, doesn't mean you're automatically racist towards elves. I wasn't so. saying that she was. I was saying that she was just an opportunist, that she's yes. fighting more for her purse than she is for their rights. Yeah, yeah that's most that's people true, on yes. the continent. <laughs> okay, so sounds like we don't really have an issue then. I think um, we could probably just land the tree out in the rocky sort of horn area and then walk in, or do we literally just want to plonk down the tree and make a scene? Because mm. someone's going to notice and care. I feel like someone who's with Maravaggio would appreciate a bit more discretion. Yes, that's my thought. Yeah, well, plus, we don't... I mean, a place like this could be crawling with true, true church people. It, I mean, oh, it will that, be. You know. Don't worry, it will be. Like, people what? with, also, mon people with money... I'm just putting this out here right now. If we have the tree there, someone's going to make a bet for it. And I don't <laughs> want to be in that position. It, it will be me, yes. And so we should just target somewhere else. Yeah. And that way we can't. Terrajux is going to be down big at the craps board. Yeah, and, and then I'm just going to let, I'm going to slide over the keys to Teliferous right. and be like, you see that beauty out there? <laughs> She's got a three-stage elvish fusion engine. And then um, you're going like whoever wins it from you is going to take it on some hijinks, and the escape pod's going to get detached and lost in like a void storm. Yeah. And everybody and... who's seen the original trilogy will be like, "Oh, that's oh, why it looks I like that." that. <laughs> I remember that part when that branch broke off of Teliferous. Yep. Yeah, it's just, it's gonna be nothing but callbacks in here, and I can't wait. Okay, I can't wait to wait. find out how Tarjux got his name. <laughs> Won't that be exciting? <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. So I'm landing us back over in the horn, and then we're just gonna walk for a day. Okay. Uh, as you depart the tree ship, <clears throat> there is a little uh, swirl of fallen leaves that. No. Uh, yes. Sort of makes up a cyclone 
that obscures your vision for a second, and then it blows away, revealing a sharply dressed man with fire red hair that's sort of like all sticky up. Oh, shit. Uh, I'll give everybody three guesses as to which circle he's after. <laughs> um, he's wearing... Is it your booty hole? That's the one. <laughs> it will be when he learns we turned it into ship power. <laughs> he's wearing a, uh, a, a doublet of rich purple uh, inlaid with red and orange thread. And goodness, yeah. Uh, as you exit the ship, he bows at the waist and says, "I would uh, be most appreciative if I could speak with the owners of this fine vessel." I give him a solemn finger pistols, and I say, "My lawyer has advised me that I can neither confirm nor deny ownership of this vessel in the." current assembled group here but we will speak to you as representatives who may or may not represent those who have a holding stake in the aforementioned ship you see here before you its existence uh thereof (laughs) we very much dispute yeah we don't mean to imply or disimply its existence of course (laughs) how long have you been preparing this (laughs) (laughs) a while Holy crap. I was reading up on legal texts in the gnome cities when I was bored. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Uh, don't forget, all of you have 14 temporary hit points because we ate breakfast. Yes. (laughs) Because we ate breakfast. It's the most important meal of the day, I'm told. Was it It pancakes again? Of course it was. I can't make anything else. He dips his head at this extended (laughs) disclaimer. What is it you would like to discuss? I am a representative of the Court of Autumn in the Feywild, and I have been tasked by my liege, the Autumnal King, and his uh, Radiant Queen to track down an artifact of some value to the court that has gone missing. Mm -hmm. And you say the Queen is Radiant, yes? I'm, I'm writing this down on a pad. <laughs> we have agents who suggest that you have at times had contact with a particularly troublesome element of the Court of Spring, and perhaps <laughs> you might know something about this artifact's whereabouts. It is a circlet worn upon the head in the shape of <laughs> leaves. Oh, is that where circlets are worn? <laughs> oh, was the creator of that named Urkel? <laughs> uh okay so this guy is um what am i even trying to ask here he's a fae obviously but very much so like uh dressed he's got like a cool cloak and everything he's got a staff or uh and as i am jotting down i glance up at him and go is there something we may address you by for conversational convenience I am the steward of Autumn Breeze. Mr. Breeze, uh, <laughs> if I may. Can I call you Breezy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're not especially fond of the implication that we are involved in some way with fey machinations. Uh, we do our best to remain neutral observers of such things when they do occur. 
and they so seldom do. Certainly not within the last multiple months, I would say. So you are unaware of the location or ultimate fate of the circlet? Leyland <laughs> is I, biting I his do. tongue so hard. Am I just, I'm just going to have to do it. <laughs> we are not currently in possession of any circlets, in fact. Uh, as you can tell, most of our headwear here is protective in nature rather than ornamental. Myself, I... I have eschewed headwear entirely. Uh, much more of the windswept look, as you can tell. Indeed. Uh, however, I would very much like an answer to my question. The thing is, we don't really know who you are, and we're not fond of giving things freely. It's that pesky mortal greed, you know? What does it mean to truly know of something, anyways? Hmm... I see. It's just that I don't want to be construed as giving aid or advice to a particular fey court in matters regarding another fey court. You could see how it would complicate things and involve us, and to do so without any material gain on our part would be foolish. Surely you understand. Indeed. We'd be opening ourselves up to or to make enemies trouble of other. <clears throat> Other courts. However, by your own logic, then, possessing the circlet would meet those conditions that you have just outlined. Oh, certainly. I have no doubt that whatever this circlet may be, it would be a great deal of trouble if it were to fall into mortal hands. Which is why we don't have it, nor do we want it. Indeed. And again, you were never contacted regarding its location, whereabouts, destination... Once again, I don't want to give you any information or specifics of oh my god, fae dealings because again, we don't know who you are for one, and two, we have no incentive to do so. You say that you are from this what is it? I'm flipping back through my notes even though it's right there on the front like <laughs> you've only written like three things. Yeah, this this court of autumn if there is one. But we seem no identification or seal or writ of introduction He's like, you could i you teleported could be in a flash of fallen leaves he everybody teleports around us he flicks his wrist <laughs> and an elaborate um certificate appears in his hand um in an elegant script that you don't recognize because it's sylvan um that occupies most of it and affixed in the corner is indeed um, the seal of the autumnal king. Oh, magnificent. So you, you are authorized then to uh, compensate us handsomely for information. I am authorized to seek information and promise you the favor of the autumnal court should you cooperate with our investigation. I'll have to speak with my associates for a moment. Um, oh, and we walk back inside the tree ship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we walk back to the ship. Um, Leyland puts up a zone of silence, and then we communicate via writing on a pad. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, use, we, we don't use, want We, we don't use want sending stones. <laughs> yeah. 
Actually, yes, the Sending Stone, I guess they are, you can't intercept those, but I just, like, without saying specifics, I just, do we want to get wrapped up in Fey stuff? It just seems like it's going to be a lot of extra complications, but favor of the Autumnal King... Favor, we, whoa, whoa, we whoa, threw whoa. their circle into. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we nope. We don't know anything about this. Uh, exactly. Sorry Stop about your leading them on. <laughs> yes. Stop like... suggesting that you, we would we would take a payment for our information. We're not supposed to have it. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to know, know we'll, we'll anything about it. No, we we one of us almost put it on and then we threw it in our ship. Like, <laughs> your words, not mine. All right, well, I'm going to be honest, guys. This guy's going to be hard to pull the wool over. Just, huh? Well, now, I don't now think that he's you've gonna... suggested over and over and over, we won't tell you anything until you pay us. I don't think he's going to take no for an answer. You didn't give him an answer, he wants which an is why answer. he's persisting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You keep saying, ah, uh, uh, and he's like, what's your answer? Uh, 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 well, just tell me. And you... <laughs> Falrock is our most <sighs> honest and, you know, straight talking. Can't lie for shit, yes. Tara <laughs> <laughs> Trucks, those were some lovely pancakes today. <laughs> <laughs> they were. My plus simple... two survival is... Modest, but it comes from a place deep in the heart. There was literal gravel in it today. <laughs> gravel. Yeah, it's for the Constitution. It's yeah. It's a it's a dwarven specialty. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no. Anyways, we, we are yeah. not going to try to get favor from the Fae just right. to tell them that we. <laughs> Incinerated their <laughs> serpent. Incinerated. Well, oh. I don't think we would have had to tell them that. I think we could have just referred them. I don't know. That's why I wanted to ask to- all of told you them where I... it, what? Tell them where it was, and then they go, and it's not there. Tell them that Lady Blossom contacted us about it. But Do why would she contact to... us about it if hang, not hang to on, like right. so... ferret it away with us? Yeah. Right. So. Here's here's my thinking. I don't want to tell him anything other than we don't know. What if we kill Agreed. him? Agreed. Agreed. Because here's no, the thing. Whether no, or not we're we not want to be involved. Him. Don't disagree there. <laughs> whether or not we want to be involved in fake politics, we kind of are because Lady Blossom picked us. So we're kind of yeah. already on a side whether or not we want to be. Yeah, all right. So we really, we may not have an enemy now, but we'll certainly have an enemy if we turn on Lady Blossom. See the same? Okay. We, we yeah, also didn't give her the circlet, though. Well, no, she gave it to us to destroy. She told us yeah. to get rid of it. We we can't tell them anything about it. it. We'll yeah. have we'll have two courts uh, looking to skin our hides. Exactly. So we. All right. Don't know. Well, we don't know. It's what not like happened. her dog ate her homework. Is just the tree ate the circle circle. Yeah. <laughs> I just left it on this stump, and when I turned back around a minute later, it was gone. <laughs> The, I just I just heard munching sounds and I turned and the around and well, where did it go? So are, are we thinking this was the Autumn Queen's 
Oh, sure. Sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. Now it's ship food. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna go tell this guy that we're we haven't been contacted by the Fey about any circlets, Urkel or otherwise. Just say we do not know. We, we've been saying, oh, well, we'd certainly like to stay out of it, but just tell him we don't know. How about you tell him we don't know? And I, j I just put a cone of silence right where Tarjux is standing. All right. <laughs> hey, Falrock, what's your deception score? Three? Four? Uh, three. Yes, plus three. I, I'm, I'm just advising you that a simple lie would be better than an elaborate one. All right. I'll go tell him we don't know. We all go with him. All right. No, you don't go alone against the fate. <laughs> Keep the words to a minimum. Okay, so you go back out. Walk back out. What's he been doing this whole time? Is he, like... Uh, as, you, as you come back out, he is standing there with an oversized pocket watch that has oh, knobs yes. around the entire exterior. Yes. <laughs> and he twists one, and you feel the wind pick up coming in from the north. Hmm. Well... Uh, Mr. Breeze, uh, much as we would love to help you, uh, we don't know anything about this event, unfortunately, and you'll have to look elsewhere. Roll deception, please. Will do. Or this relic. Uh, just making sure that I don't have anything to juice this with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I had brought, um... If any of you clerics or druids would take buff spells. I mean, I have brought it before, but I don't have it today. All right. Rolled an 11. That's a total of 20. Okay. Uh, he... I, I am putting forth the air of someone who was looking for a payout, but uh, was convinced otherwise that we would not be able to string along this fey uh, searching yeah. for something that we don't know or have. Uh, I was... You I was were trying to DSM and you yeah. couldn't. Yeah. And and my my crew informed me what a bad idea this was, so I'm kind of like, all right, guys, I think this could have been our big break, but <sighs> sorry, we don't know anything. And I'm, I'm kind of like grumbly about. It. I'm like, we don't know anything. He inclines his head and head, turns to Ched, who is presumably next to Ted Jackson, says, "And you also possess no knowledge of the event, its oh. whereabouts, oh. or God. what happened to it." We already gave you our answer. You gave me your answer, and I would be remiss in my duties to my liege if I did not investigate as thoroughly as possible. I no am crap. representing the current crew of this vessel. So you are the crew of the Teliferous. Damn it. Interesting that you know that name. Got him! Ah. That aside, what you know and what the rest of your... Uh, fellows know are not the same thing. Perhaps they have knowledge you do not. I don't think so. Even so. And he turns back to Ched. I'm pretty oh, nosy. No. I would, I would he... probably find out if they had, like, embarrassing secrets. Why did he pick me out? I don't have a buff. Okay. Um, Master Breeze. Uh, it... Uh, unfortunately, I, I don't think that you'll find the information that you're looking for from uh, Terrajux, from myself, or anybody in the party. Don't we don't know anything name. about this. Sorry? Don't tell him my name. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, <laughs> too yeah, late strike, now. Strike it from the record. Strike it from the record. Didn't say his name. Uh, it's redacted. When he hears me say Terodex's name, all he hears is redacted. Um, uh-huh. My so, associate. Yeah, we uh, we don't uh, we don't know anything about the relic you're asking about. Sorry. Deception check. <sighs> One of us is gonna fail. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be. I don't have a bonus in charisma, and I'm not proficient in anything charisma related. And that's a two. Oh fuck! <laughs> you know that's it's one it's one die face away from twenty though. I was close. He inclines his head and he turns <laughs> to Leolin. Do you also profess no knowledge of the object, its whereabouts, destination, etc.? Can I do a perception check really quick just to see if he's already like convinced sure. that we that would be know insight, about it? But please, well, it would be insight. That's fine. I, I, both of them are a plus eight, so. <laughs> They're both wisdom, yeah. Uh, total of 24. He appears as uh, implacable as an autumn breeze. Oh. Well, damn. All right. Um, I, I incline my head and I say, if my friends and I knew anything about this artifact, we would let you know because we don't want any trouble. Okay. And that's a 19. Excellent. Uh, he turns next to Falrock. Repeats his question. Falrock sticks his thumb at Leyland and says, what he said. Deception check. Mr. Breeze, if we could hurry this along. 18. My associates and I have places to be. He turns to Desmond and repeats his question. Unlike yourself with a vast immortal lifespan you will note that several among us are limited in our days and we do not have time to dally there's not like paying attention so he's like what are you looking for again a circlet about so large made up of autumnal leaves possessing a gem is it made by some dude named urkel no nobody in the fey has ever been named Urkel. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Make a I'll deception let... check. Actually, you know what? That's the truth. Yeah, <laughs> that is the truth. I, as Desmond I'm to share that. <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, he turns to regard all of you as a group and bows from the waist and says, "Thank you for your time. Uh, if." In any time you are contacted by someone from the Fae or come across knowledge of this artifact, I would appreciate it if you would contact me. And he flicks his fingers and there is a blank white business card that he holds out to Terajax. I don't move to take it. (laughs) Again, we really have no incentive to involve ourselves in Fae dealings. He flicks his fingers back and the card disappears. And he says, very well, we will find you should we feel that a further investigation is warranted one way or the other. Uh, You're not welcome. Uh, There is a swirl of leaves and he disappears. What a dick. We didn't have enough problems. All right. Well, 
whatever. Just throw my hands up, glance over at the apple blossom tree, and just go, all right, sure, fine. We'll deal with that later. Let's go to this casino of nightmares. Add that to our list of we'll deal with that later. <laughs> yeah. That goes in the backlog. I'm going to slot it right in between, like, Mecha Saskia 2.0 and finding someone who can make wedding cakes. Excellent. <laughs> so, yeah, we walk to... Uh, we turn on all of the ship uh, <laughs> systems, the bees, the laser bees, the shields, you the laser shields. You have not purchased the upgrade for laser bees. Can we do yeah. that right now? We have extra points. <laughs> We're not we're not wasting the points on bees. We need them for other stuff. You're not laser wasting bees. them on bees. You're wasting them on laser bees. We're not wasting them on laser bees. Um Yeah, so let's uh let's go deal with this Lori thing. Okay. Uh you spend a relaxing day hitchhiking through uh autumn Aldrax. Aldrax in the autumn. That's gonna be the like the art book that we eventually yeah. release. <laughs> you spend a, a like half the day circumnavigating the lake, which is really just beautiful. It's very rustic and very quaint. Oh. Like you could have a nature retreat out here. Yeah. Um, and then you come around to the casino proper and you are uh, again greeted by that oversized magic neon uh, sign and the skeletal hand rolling the dice and it's very elaborate and colorful and mm -hmm. there are people in fancy clothes uh, milling about the entrance um, you see a couple of skeletons wearing tuxedos carrying trays of drinks and uh, finger food oh this place got class <laughs> and I, I'll clarify that I mean like uh, little snacks and not actual fingers that people are eating. Not, not fingers. Because I know somebody fingers. was going to ask. Are they just like human skeletons or are they minotaurs? They are mostly human shaped and sized. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess go up to the door then. Is this like, is the outdoor here busy? Do I see a lot of various people in there? There's garb? maybe a dozen people sort of milling about um, smoking cigarettes, chatting. And I, uh, I look around at the opulence and then back to Fall Rock and I say, there's only one business in the galaxy that gets you this rich. <laughs> or I just kind of, like, squints at you. Not sure what you mean. <laughs> we are packed full of Star Wars references. Today. We really are. We are. Today, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Today's the day, apparently. Yeah, let's go inside. Uh, you are stopped at the door by a nine-foot-tall minotaur skeleton dressed <gasps> like an 18th-century pugilist. <laughs> Was that a I, I imagine Tar just actually does that noise when when we see him. Like that, that, that's in character, right? Yeah, there. yeah. He's, uh, he's leaning against the the door jam, and he has a clipboard that he's um, consulting, and he looks up, and he says, oh, you made it, finally. I give him a single finger pistol. <laughs> he takes it. 
yes, we're here. We had other matters to see to. He looks at you, and you get the impression that if he had eyes or eyelids, he would be squinting. Um, and he says, it looks like you toughed up a bit, so that's something. He, how... Does he have a scouter? <laughs> yes. Like, there's text above each of our heads saying our class and our level. <laughs> Maravaggio's methods remain buried in the flickering green embers that make up his eyes. I clasp my hands together neatly behind my back and I say, hopefully my associates and I will be able to handle whatever it is you have need of. Well, that's more up to the boss than me. Uh, you're going to need better duds, though, if you're going to get in here. And he uh, better duds. <laughs> he snaps his fingers and um, uh, I have a cape. <laughs> half a dozen skeletons appear from around uh, around the corner inside carrying uh, duffel bags. And they pop them open and start like measuring you guys <laughs> like tailors and. There's a, a brief whirlwind of activity, and you are all outfitted in your casino variant costume. Yes! <laughs> uh, Very nice. I'll need one that's fireproof. Sorry. Um, I'll need one that's waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get my I'm sure that's already been taken into consideration. Yeah. Maravaggio yeah. says, the boss, the boss knows what you guys are doing. Don't worry about your clothes here. Ooh, these are... These are swanky. I okay, so I gotta know how does how does Chad's bird suit work? <laughs> I mean, he's he. I assume that he's just got a vest. Oh yeah, it's a vest a very with like a pocket watch, silk yeah. vest with a little gold chain on it, and a pocket square. Uh, so I get out my um, like hair grease, and I slick back my hair <laughs> into like a shiny dome. <laughs> a helmet. <laughs> You let it harden, and you'll <laughs> the old three point five rules of being immune to crits if you're wearing a helmet. <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> shoot, I should have come up with a dapper persona for this. We can we can talk about what the clothes look like next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since you'll need probably a whole week to think about them. Um, I adjust adjust my tie, and I say. By all means, lead the way. Maravaggio hands his clipboard to the next most imposing skeleton, which is like, <laughs> if we're on a scale of 1 to 10 here, with Maravaggio as the 10, it's like a 2. Yeah. Well, it's like Modrons. Every time, uh, if Maravaggio is ever destroyed, the next most menacing skeleton becomes Maravaggio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he swings open the doors and... You see before you Lori's Lounge of Misfortunes, which looks exactly like the high-class casino that you are picturing. Yes. And I think that's probably where we'll stop how much, for tonight. Well, how much spending money are you gonna, guys are going to give me? <laughs> oh, no. I'm in my Desmond, go suit. get drunk at the bar. I'm in my gray suit with my seafoam green pinstripes, and I'm oh. looking to, to blow some money. If it's a high-class casino, then drinks should be pretty reasonably priced. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to gamble. They're free with admission. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're cool enough to get in. You drink for free. <laughs> These All are right. high stakes. They don't care about the cost of a, of a martini. 
Desmond, we'll discuss your stipend next time. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for listening to another episode of The Alchemist Club. I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on uh, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Our Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club. Make sure you give us a listen, leave us a nice review, tell your friends, spread the word. Um, we would love to have a, a wider audience. Send us your questions, get in touch. Uh, and joining me today, we had Daniel playing Chet Fleek. K-Hall playing the Dez, where the Dons come to me for favors. <laughs> I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. The name's Peter Sinclair, and I make things happen. No, 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 I've already done my Peter? outro. I can't audibly <laughs> facepalm again. <laughs> I think you need a better first name. You don't you don't like Peter? But no. Next time. Peter All is right. not smooth. Peter right. is like a a fucking character in a Bible. What about We, we do not we do not uh stand by that as a podcast. We accept all Peter listeners. You're wonderful. <laughs> Unless it's spelled with a Y, then you can get out. Whoa. <laughs> what about Malark Sinclair. Is that suitably Ooh, yes, like yeah. yes, yes, all right, yes. All right. Malark Sinclair. Hundred times better. <laughs> Are we good? Yeah. Yeah. All well, right. we're okay. Let's do the rest of them for next week. We're Peter's morally with gray at best. Welcome to this podcast. <laughs> we don't have a big enough viewership to lose anyone. So yeah, honestly, if you're still yeah. listening at this point, you're in it for the long haul. <laughs> You're yeah. gonna ride with us till the end. Ride or die, baby. Oh. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs>